Hello, welcome to Skull RPG Podcast. My name is Dwight Skull. My name is Jacob Skull. And today we're going to teach you how to tell, tell your, your story. story. All right, so our next one is Power Vacuums, which we've touched on a little bit throughout these. And we've also touched on Power Vacuums as Before. a whole. So let's talk about Power Vacuums in terms of Cyberpunk and Shadowrun games. So how Power Vacuums work is simply this. If something major happens, or even minor, but something major enough in an area happens, you'll have a power vacuum. It could be a local power vacuum, meaning, look, you've removed the protection gang from this street, so now who moves in, right? Is it another gang that now moves into their turf and asks for protection? I mean, did you just did you just kick out a bunch of other people just only to have a bunch of other people that may be a little bit bigger or badder or about the same move in to then do the Who exact same thing. Now can set their own rate, so it might be worse. So in trying to save that mom and pop shop, you actually foreclose them. Right. Back to the consequences episode we talked about two episodes ago. Yep. Um, or is it one of those you're now in a constant street battle with every single gang in the city? And at what point do they not look at that consequence and go, you know, I'm really tired of uh, this one guy kicking us all out of this one neighborhood. Why don't we all join up and kill him? Yeah. And uh, that could be the end of the campaign, where the whole party gets killed because they've finally ticked off enough of the gangs in the city to take out it, to basically take it out. Because they didn't make alliances and figure out what is the um, what's the what's the what's the the least evil. You didn't go with the flow, and because of that, you got kicked. Right. I mean, and maybe maybe you look at it and say, okay, well, my team will pay for the protection money. And at that point, then they leave the business owners alone. You've succeeded, but you're now not having to kill every single crime lord that wants to make his way into the territory. Yeah. So a power vacuum is simply if you've done one thing, there's a app, there's a reaction to fill what that is. So if you don't fill it, if your player characters don't fill it, somebody else does. It gets filled. Either so, a worse or a lesser evil. Right. So now think about that. Every single time they do something of of note. Did they fill in the vacuum? So just give you, for instance, say in a, in a historical time, right? Say a country goes and just, and goes into another country, takes out the leadership there, and then just walks away. What happens? Somebody's going to rise up and take that well, power. Probably most as well as there's going to be a lot of factions that rise up locally. And then they all going to vie for power. It's going to look like city states for a while. Yep. Then eventually you're going to have a couple warlords. Let's just call them what they are. We'll eventually get amass enough power, bring together enough of those city-states together to then have a civil war, and then eventually somebody will win the civil war. But in the meantime, that one action that maybe have cost the lives of a thousand people to do what you did has now cost the lives of millions of people over the last 10 or 15 years while that yeah. whole country stays in, in an instability. So think about Cyberpunk or Shadowrun. What instabilities can easily happen in a neighborhood a small part of the city, like a district or the entire district, a city as a whole. So let's say that your campaign's objective is they really don't like the Yamamoto clan, like the Yamamoto business uh, yeah. corporation. They just hate it for whatever reason. You're just, you're com your characters hate it. And they spend the next 10, 10 to, I don't know, 48 months killing off every bit of the Yamamoto clan. They finally can. And it culminates in them getting a really cool secret espionage hack AI that they set and unleash in a fury against the Yamamoto and they their entire corporation they topple, collapses. They topple the Yamamoto. So you have one party that's one faction that's completely gone. Now what? Do you have another faction to assume that? And now the problem is the corporation that they loved 
was wanting them to do that, and now they take their place, and they're a lot more eviler than Yamamoto is. Again, no checks or, and balance. do you have another corporation that is across the pond that sees the opportunity and pounces? Mm-hmm. And they may be worse or better. Uh-huh. And the nice thing is with that campaign is you could end with them having this great victory of them destroying the clan that they hated so much, the corporation they hated so much, and literally running a sword or a, a bullet through the CEO of the corporation and all of his family or her family. And the next thing you know, you end with a little epilogue, which says about three years later, after many civil wars of the, of the gangs that they were keeping a tamp down on exploding and the other corporation, maybe the other corporation is able to take over, or maybe the entire city goes into such chaos because of it, because those two corporations were working together to keep some of them nastier elements down. And one corporation isn't strong enough to do it, but both were. Next thing you know, that other corporation pulls out. And one of these, one of your bigger cities in the country that you're in literally collapses into an anarchic chaos of city districts. Yeah. I mean... And you could literally just say that, like, oh, your actions did, yay, you've taken out the Yamamoto. And in three years, the other corporation has collapsed out of this city. It's moved, moved all of its people out of here. And the entire thing erupts into, an, into a civil war that lasts for 20 years. And at the end of it, you can choose, are we going to play in this world again? And, are we, and if so, are we going to play in this city? Because then you could fast forward 10 years. They all draw up new characters. And then another fighting in the war that they cost. That their other player character, their other characters cost. And it's yep. a fun way to go, but it's a really cool way of doing a power vacuum where it's like the unexpected occurs. Yes. You know, um, again, the Shadowrun games, uh, for like that you can find on GOG, which is where I'd recommend getting them because they're super cheap there, unlike Steam. Um, if you like Steam games and just go to Steam and pick them up, they're cheap there too, but they're not. I think I saw it for like a dollar forty-seven for the first game, and and Steam was like ten bucks. So just to give you an idea, um, but if you go to GOG, you can pick up the first game, and I think it was in the second game you encounter like a rogue AI or some sort of crazy AI, and that was the Germany one. That's the third. Oh, okay, whatever. Anyway, Hong Kong's second, I believe. Anyway, regardless. Um, no, I think Hong Kong's there, but regardless, 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 uh, one of the options is like, you have like three options to choose from with this rogue AI and depending on what you choose, like you could end the world and all of humanity in your choice. And you could have a very, it's a very interesting thing to say, look, you took out this whole thing around that kept this thing in place. And now your unspoken consequence is that you inadvertently destroyed all of humanity. Yeah. I'm not saying lay that barren on your players, but literally the option is once they get to a certain degree of uh, finesse and stuff, they could be strong enough to top of the world accidentally. Yeah. So it's a good thing to think about in terms of consequences. Uh, sorry, consequences. It's a good thing to think about in terms of power vacuums and consequences when you're mixing the two together. Yeah. Where your actions could create a power vacuum so large that the filling of it literally could destroy most of what we consider to be, you know, humanity. So especially in the world of Shadowrun, there was some really weird things that happened that caused these power vacuums. Mm -hmm. And then the world has turned into what it is. So you could, again, you could have world upending events too, where everything that we knew and love is now gone. And do you want to play in that world? in the future so 
anyway, power vacuums are fun to play with because they're all about 100% consequences and they don't have to be global, but they can be, and they could just be as simple as, you know, your local protection racket, you decided to kick out the two guys that came in and, and beat them up. And now the consequence was that they had to come against you because they can't allow that to happen. You decide to go after the entire gang and kill every single member and you do that. And now what? Yep. Now there's like seven or eight blocks of territory that's not being taken over by somebody. And now there's three of the rival gangs fighting over it. And so your little cool action of being a, a heroic good guy could cause the deaths of a thousand or so innocent people while there's a gang war happening literally in your backyard. Yeah. So that's the fun part about power vacuums, specifically when mixed with consequences. Thank you. Hey, thanks for listening. And for more resources, please go to SkullRPG.com.